hello. We are joined by Devon Productions himself. Hey! A.K.A. Devin <laughs> Vasquez, one of my dearest friends here. We He is going to kick off the very first episode of Bottoms Up with Lil' Ish here. Devin, I'm going to hit you... <laughs> I'm going to hit you with a question... Very close to home here. Okay. We're going to start off, but our first question is going to be, why don't you tell me how you came to love music? Well, how I came to love music is, literally, honestly, around 8th grade, ninth grade year, I literally just, I just started listening to Eminem, Mac Miller, fucking J. Cole, Kendrick, all these different artists. I started to fall in love with rap music, and I literally... I'm not going to lie, it's probably not a good habit, but I ignored everything else in the world. Like, there would be a math class, I'd have headphones in, like, not paying attention to shit besides the music that I was listening to. And then, like, I just kind of, I said, like, you know what, fucking fucking school ain't for me, so I'm going to fucking do music because that's the only thing I enjoy. So, were you listening to the beats or were you listening to the lyrics? What were you listening to I mean, when you mainly, were listening to Mainly, I was listening to lyrics. I was... Uh, I got caught up. That's why I said J. Cole, Kendrick, Eminem, Mac Miller, because they were more lyrical artists. They kind of they kind of caught my ear. And then as I developed and I started making music, you know, I got more into the beats. I got more into even more trap artists, kind of like, like Oliver and fucking, like, I'm fucking, I'm drunk, so I don't know what the fuck these other artists are. But, like, a bunch of different artists that kind of was just more for the beats, more for the vibes, more for the the catchy hooks and type of shit. So I started listening to all of that. And I just kind of was like, you know what, I can do this shit. So I'm, I, I tried to decide if I'm going to start doing this shit, you know? So. Okay, so now when did you know that music was your passion in life? Did you know it early as a child? Or did it develop when you were a little older? Well, to be honest, I knew news, I knew music was my passion around 11, 11 years old. Well, I didn't know it, but I, when I was 11 years old, I started trying to write raps and shit, and I was garbage. And I was literally like, even my 11-year-old self was just literally like, bro, you're fucking, you fucking suck. So like, there's no way anybody's going to fucking listen to this shit. So I kind of quit on myself for a good three years. And when high school came around and I heard J.C. Blanco come up again and like he started he started writing and he started rapping, I heard some of his records get a little bit of a little bit of love. I started to go, I started to be like, you know, maybe I could really do this shit. So then I really buckled down, and I started to really I started to really take this shit seriously. And that's when that's when shit started to kind of kind of kind of pop off a little bit. So you mentioned J.C. Blanco. Um, would you say you're in it for the fame or are you? in it for the passion of making music. I'm definitely in it for the love, man. I could give a fuck. Like, I could give a fuck if I have 30 people listen to my song or if I have 30,000. That shit literally don't matter to me. I'm just, I'm having fun with this shit. I'm gonna make the type of music I wanna make. I like the music I make. I hope a lot of people, apparently, like, not too many, but, like, so far, like, at least a grand worth of people like the shit that I make, so I'm gonna keep doing myself, you know? Like, that's... That's how it is. I'm just going to keep doing what I like doing, and hopefully people fuck with it. If they don't, it's their loss. I'm going to still make money off of engineering their little trap shit and whatever the fuck they want to do. But I just keep doing the shit I want to do, and I make all my music myself, so I don't have no no boundaries, no worries. Like, I feel like I'm good. I feel like I'm good, you know? I feel like I'm just doing my thing. 
So your favorite artist is obviously Mac Miller. Why don't you tell me why your favorite artist is Mac Miller? Because he does everything. <laughs> Literally everything. This motherfucker, like, you want R&B tracks, he's got it. You want soul tracks, he's got it. You want rap tracks, he's got it. You want just, like, that old school feel, he's got it. You Like, anything you could want, he can, he can do it and make it, he can do it well. That's why I fuck with Mac Miller. Like even J. Cole, Kendrick, I love them, but like they got they're kinda they're kinda limited. They limit themselves to a certain style. Mac Miller never had any limits of his style. He just did whatever the fuck he wanted, whenever the fuck he wanted. And that's what I most respect about it. It's just he did not give a fuck about the public's opinion. He just made what he wanted and people fucked with it and that's why I love it. Do you think that you are kinda similar with him, as in you kind of do what you want to do, and you don't care what other people think. I think I'm inspired. I think I'm inspired by Mac Miller. The fuck is my phone doing? Fuck. Hold up. Shut the fuck up, see. All right. <laughs> I think I'm definitely inspired by Mac Miller. Like he's he's who I grew up listening to, and who I grew up listening to and shit and like him and Eminem and J. Cole like all the lyrical artists that been making their shit and made it famous and all them shits like they've been telling like this good storytelling the good lyrical manipulate like the the way they manipulate words and shit that's the type of shit that I want to be on so that shit definitely does inspire me I don't want to say I'm the same as Mac Miller Because let's be real Ain't nobody ever fucking gonna be as good as Mac Miller This motherfucker was disgusting <laughs> But like you know Alright so why don't we wrap up this group of questions With what is your plan for the future In making music My plan with the future right now Is I'm sitting on a ton of songs I want to drop I want to drop a lot of songs But I'm also not going to put anything out that's not my best shit, that my best work that I've done. Like, if I think something's half-assed, I'm not going to put it out. So I plan on putting out a lot of good music. Um, I want to get more in tune with other artists. I want to fucking work with other artists. I want to be more... I feel like I'm not that friendly. I want to be more friendly. I want to be more in the in the community than I am right now. So my plan is to get into the community more keep making them fire hits and only pu pushing out my fire hits my phone just fell but whatever <laughs> but yeah like my plan my plan for the future is literally just keep grinding keep trying to advertise our business grow as a business grow as an artist just growth like that's that's the main thing I had to say is we just I'm, I plan on growing a lot, a whole fucking lot. I know I need to, I got some personal issues I need to address, especially the fucking drinking, which is the reason I'm on this shit. I know, <laughs> but a lot of this shit is just I need I need to grow as a person, as a business, as a as a like as just a human being, and like you know and. Then, I feel like shit's all just gonna work itself out in the end. I, I have faith in when you really, um, when you speak it into existence, it happens. And I feel like we speaking it into existence, we grinding it into existence, we doing everything we can to make it real life, and it's only a matter of time. 
I like it. I like it. So that's the end of the first group of questions. Why don't you explain what you're uh, sipping on here tonight, huh? <laughs> We've been sipping on some Twisted Teas. I took a shot of what? I don't even know what the fuck I took a shot of, but I took a shot of something. I was sipping on some, what were they called? Seagrams. Seagrams at 12 o'clock, so I didn't get too drunk before this shit. Well, there you go. And I'm sipping on Tangeray some... Gin. That's what it was. Tangeray Gin. Tangeray Gin. I took a couple shots of Tangeray Gin, and you know I'm sipping on my tweez like I always do. Tweez. We're going to get into that later. Your twisted tea happened. <laughs> I got some good questions relating to the tweez later. I'm sipping on some Shock Top Belgian White. So, anyway, how about we take a couple sips here at the end of the questions... Just, just to celebrate. Just conversate. I feel like we should just conversate. And I got a couple more questions here for you. You got more questions? Okay. Of course, relating kind of towards the music, kind of not. More towards the album. More towards you okay. as a person here. Uh, I put down, how about you talk about your friends a little bit? Huh? Well, my friends, man, I love them and I hate them at the same time. That's how I feel about my friends. <laughs> my friends are very, very, very fun. They are a great time to be around. Without a doubt. They are like some of the best times I've had was been with my friends doing dumb shit. But at the same time, my friends are a bad influence and I'm very easily influenced. <laughs> so my friends are like, yo, let's go just do some dumb shit. And I'm like, fuck yeah. And like immediately we go do some dumb shit. And I'm surprised we haven't been arrested yet. <laughs> so now what do your friends kind of mean to you considering you're easily influenced? Do they play into that influence? I mean, um, my friends mean the world to me, to be honest. Like, I love all my friends. Like, if I ain't have them, I'd probably go insane. But at the same time, if I ain't have my music, I'd probably go insane. So like... I feel like they balance out, you know? Like, if I ain't, have, if I ain't with my friends, I'm doing music. If, if I'm with my friends, I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm doing music still. Maybe I'm not. But I know when I'm with my friends, we getting lit. We having a good time. And we might do some stupid shit. That's just that's the way it goes, and that's the way I like it, you know? Now... Like having fun, yo. Do you think your friends will have your back if you um, end up making it in the music business and you get famous? Do you think your friends will still have your back? I think a very select few will have my back. I'm not going to lie, I don't think a lot of them would. And but a very select few would. Now, going off of that, now, do you think, because I know you have a group of friends that make music as well, do you think you will make it as a group? Or do you think eventually one of you, if not you, will become famous and you'll have to break up eventually because one think... of you won't be as par as the other? I don't think any of us will ever break up because I believe in the core the core group we have we all seem to be real as fuck we all seem to be down with each other nobody's nobody's been fake nobody's been doing no fucking dumb shit I feel like if one of us makes it I feel like what I feel like is one of us is gonna make it out and then while they may not give us a complete platform on their level they will give us the opportunity to rise up. And it's up to the rest of the people in the group to rise up. And if they don't rise up, they fall short. But I believe in myself. I believe in my team. I believe that we all going to rise up. 
to the challenge, no matter who makes it out, whether it's me, Dan, Brady, Max, Jay Russ, King Kong, whoever the fuck, whoever the fuck pops out of this shit. <sighs> Excuse me. <laughs> whoever the fuck finally makes it out. Because I know one of us is gonna make it out. We all too talented for none of us to make it out. Like somebody's, somebody's popping off. I know that. Even little step, like little step, I honestly think right now is the one who's gonna really pop off. And that's why I'm so happy that our studio has been working with him and that we've been, we've been a part of his music career. Because I really feel like once one of us makes it out, we all coming. Like, Actually, I feel like I feel like we really got that. We really got that fucking. Um, I don't want to say support, but like that, uh, we really together like that, like nobody leaving anybody behind type mentality. So notably, you put a lot of effort and time into the studio itself. Um, do you think that it's going to keep building at a fast pace that it's been, or do you think it's going to kind of steady off and you're going to get more clients in to make more music? I'm not going to, I think we're going to plateau a little bit, if I'm going to be real. I don't see us, because right now a lot of people don't know about us, because I haven't released music in six months. Daniel's been releasing a song every once in a while, but from our studio, Jay Russ even hasn't been, he's been recording here a lot, but we haven't really dropped anything. So at the moment, I don't really expect nothing. But once Jay Russ drops, once Dan drops some more, once I drop my fucking shit finally, like I feel like people going finally see us as uh as real real artists like we're not just fucking around doing dumb shit no more we know what we're doing we got the full studio we got the we know what we're doing with the edits like we know we know how to make music now so i, I feel like eventually a lot of people is gonna recognize that and then i don't expect business to fucking take off from the jump like obviously people gonna be skeptical people gonna hate people gonna just be mad because we're doing a little better than them type shit but like i i, I will say the studio looks really nice thank you. i've been around it i've seen it from the bottom to the top and just the process the process in one year has been fucking amazing yeah, and I mean, if you, I mean, you haven't really heard much, but like, if you heard the quality compared to what we did downstairs and what we're doing in the attic with the full studio, it's a whole different level. Like, it it's is, crazy. It is nothing like, like I, um, I am ashamed of the shit that I did in the basement because of what I can do in the studio. That type of like, that's the type of level we're on. That's you're where right. I'm just, in just a year, not even seven months time, you've built a whole foamed in room we, we have with a, a mic studio. and a stand a, a full, full studio. studio yo like we have i mean we don't have the professional plugins or no mixing board but like we have what a lot of motherfuckers don't have or a lot of motherfuckers yeah. like we have the same equipment that a lot of motherfuckers have that be charging 60 70 dollars an hour we're over here charging 20 bucks an hour like bro just come work with us if we fuck with you we got you like i know it's a very chill vibe here like it's a very chill vibe. It's a kind of show up, make music, have a good time, drink yeah, some beers. Yeah, you know, because it is bottoms up here. You, <laughs> you knock a couple back with the boys as you're making some music, doing what you love to do. Yeah, you know, and that's what's great. That. About nothing. Like, if you want to drink, you want to smoke in the studio, we just we do whatever you want to do, bro. We ain't, we ain't going to judge you. Like, we, 
that's one of the things I love about our group, our, our group and our team is like, we don't judge nobody. If you dope, you dope. If you, if you good at fucking making, playing guitar, you good at playing guitar, you good at the keyboard, you good at the keyboard, you good at whatever you good at, like you good at. Nobody gives a shit what you do. Like, I mean. It's kind of a place to come together. Yeah, exactly. We ain't. You know, even if you're not making music, you're, you're sitting you're outside music, drinking some fine. beers, yeah, playing some chill, cards. You can chill as long as, like, as long as if, if it comes down time to work, as long as you're respectful and you understand it's time to work, like, and you just, you don't need to shut the fuck up, but, like, as long as you, like, as long as you're reasonable, you understand, you're respectable, you're always welcome at our, that's the thing, is anybody really welcome at our studio? We you're right. We don't ever tell nobody, like, if somebody want to hit us up, as long as... I mean, this quarantine got us kind of fucked up, but in, a, in normal days, like, whenever if you want to come through and you want to work or you want to come through, just chill and you want to see how shit gets done, like, you're welcome. Nobody gives a fuck, like, we don't judge, we don't, we don't care, really, we just, we just out here trying to make good music, man, that's it. Very true. We don't care, man. <laughs> Very true. Well, so being as we're gonna we're gonna wrap up those questions about the studio, um, being as though this is the bottoms up with Lil Ish, you know, <laughs> we're gonna talk a little bit about my personal, you know, I admire you, uh, I do look look to you, um, I look up to you as a, like a kind of a, a bigger brother. Uh, we're gonna talk terrible influence. Right, we're gonna talk a little bit about your drinking <laughs> habits here, okay? Because it's one of the most interesting thing about you is if you go in your basement, you know, or your garage, there's oh, yeah, stacks of about... tweez stacked up there. So my question to you is, why tweez? Why do you enjoy drinking tweez over hard liquor, beer, one of the other two? Well, if I'm going to be honest with you, I would choose hard liquor over tweez every single time. <laughs> but from my experience... I apparently act like an asshole and I say some stupid shit when I'm off of hard liquor. So I've decided that Twisted Teas, they taste good. I enjoy them. I never get so drunk where I want to say some stupid shit that's going to like make somebody mad. Or I'm never going to start a fight off of Twisted Teas. Right. Whiskey is a whole other story, so I don't drink whiskey anymore. Because... I've had I've had some bad, bad one bad night will end the whole drinking of the whiskey. <laughs> it's been more for than, all of time, right? It's been more than one bad <laughs> night. Well, I've had like four or five. But <laughs> as many have. But yeah, that's why like I know I I recognize that and that's why I'm always trying to work on myself. There we go. Good burp here. <laughs> Good burp. <laughs> I recognize that I don't I don't put out a positive image when I'm off of whiskey. Okay. So I've decided, you know, and I'm going to stick to beers or, like, tweez or, like, light shit. That's fair. So that I don't try to fight nobody, to be honest. Like, as long as I, like, I'm trying to keep the peace. Like, you know, I'm a the liquor is a demon. 90% yeah. of the time. And then when you get me out that hard liquor, I, if you talk any type of shit to me, I'll try and kill you. So All right, then. I try, I try to avoid that hard liquor. Like, that's... Now... The million dollar question is, do you drink to drink or drink to get drunk? I mean, well, I drink to drink between 11 
and seven. And then after seven o'clock, I drink to drink. I drink to get drunk. Let's be real. Like, so you just enjoy being drunk. I, I, honestly, it's always a good time. It's a terrible habit, but yes, literally, I, as much as much as it pisses me off to say this, people always say, like, you shouldn't be an alcoholic. You should work on that shit. And if I'm being honest, like, kid, if there's any kids ever listening to this. This is the worst advice you could possibly follow. Do not follow my advice. <laughs> so like, don't think, drink a pack of tweeds a day. Don't saying. drink a pack of tweeds a day. But I also feel like when I drink a pack of tweeds a day, I have never had a better day than when I am fucked up the entire day. Like, Very good. Very good. Alcohol is, alcohol is what keeps me running as much as I hate it. But that's the truth. I like it. I like it. I don't like it, but that's the fact. <laughs> but if alcohol <laughs> makes you really come alive and make another, you know, really show your inner self, I then mean, so be it, right? Well, that's that's why I have an issue is because that's what happens with me with alcohol is I really, my anxiety is gone. My anxiety is nothing. I don't have no anxiety anymore when I'm drunk. I don't have no I don't care what the fuck other people think. Right. I don't like, and that's the way I feel like people should live. And like, it's hard for me to do that when I'm sober. But I encourage people to find pe- find ways to do that when they when they are sober. Like I don't I don't think getting drunk is the answer. I just think getting drunk was the easiest way for me to do it. And it's probably a bad path to go down. I'm not gonna lie. It's probably not a good path, but it works for me. And I love my life right now, so I ain't. Then that's all shit. that really matters. As long as you that's love your all life, that really as matters. As long as you enjoy life, I feel like that's all that matters. Like, you're right. So, as so long as you happy, man. So to wrap things up here, to keep it short and sweet, with the first ever episode of Bottoms Up. The first ever. <laughs> why don't you give some parting words? Why don't you take a puff of this blunt? My parting words are: I am gonna take a puff of this blunt. <laughs> hold up! Hold up! Yeah, you know them good blunts. (laughs) Typical Devon fashion. Parting ways here by taking a rip of a good old backwood here. Hold up. (laughs) Give me, give me five minutes. Yeah, we don't have five minutes. I'm going to wrap up. Five seconds. <laughs> five seconds is what I'm... It's going to wrap it up. I think that that's a perfect gonna, that parting not, words that is not gonna wrap for it Devon up. Productions. Ripping the blunt, enjoying <laughs> life, sipping tweeze. What I want to say <coughs> to anybody watching this... <coughs> well, they'd be listening, but... Listening, whatever the fuck it is. I don't care. To... <coughs> to <coughs> <laughs> okay, I'm good. My fault. All right. <laughs> Gathered um, himself. To anybody listening to this, man, drugs, fucking wonderful, beautiful thing. But if you want to do them more than once a month, you have a problem and you should be aware of it. Because... Trust me, I do drugs, I I drink and I smoke every day. I do shrooms probably once every month. And 
I love my life, but when I'm not fucked up, I hate my life. So y'all need to find happiness without drugs. But also, don't, like, if you've never done drugs, do some drugs, because they're fucking wonderful. <laughs> and there we go. Kevin, why don't you play the ukulele for a little send-off here, huh? Hey, okay, okay. Give a little ending note here. I'll play, I'll play Call Me. I'll, I'll play Call Me. There we go. Take it away.